Every day I'm shuffling. We are at Black Barrel Tavern on Madison Street in Chicago. I'm here with Dave from DIT Podcast. What's up, Dave? Yeah, how you doing, Pete? What's up, buddy? I'm so happy to be here, man. Thank you for coming. No problem. Thanks for filling in for our boy Evan, who couldn't make it today. No problem, man. I got my cousin Mitchell here. He's security. Hanging out. Bodyguard. We got a bodyguard today. He's going to jump in here in a little bit. We're going to talk some socks. We're going to talk some baseball. We're going to talk talk shit, right? That's it, yeah. We got our drinks here. We just want to let you guys know. We, oh, Damn. And, oh, just strike. like that. Just like that with the start. Boom. Man. Yeah, okay. we'll be fine. Tape it on the wall. Uh, Tape it on the wall. That's a foul right there. Man, that's, that's good. That's all right. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait to start. So, Blooper. Black, Black Barrel Tavern, they got they were rated best burger in Chicago, Dave. That's pretty cool. Honestly, the way up here, I was thinking to myself, I was like, I think I'm going to start a burger review thing. Just yeah. like, you know, the guy that, that what's at Barstool, Dave Portnoy, does pizza review. He's got the pizza I think I'm going to do the Barstool. I think I'm going to do the, uh, the burger one. Well, there's no better place to start today first one. than now, right? I'm going to do it. I, I mean, can't wait to hear about the scale. Yeah. I mean, I, actually, I should look that up. Let me see if there's an actual burger scale of rating a burger. But, um, yeah, so it is loud. It is packed here today. It is is Saturday. What is it? May 8th. Mother's Day tomorrow. Mother's Day tomorrow, Happy Mother's Day. Shout out to all the moms. Shout out to Black Barrel Tavern for having us here, for being able to record. That's why you guys are hearing everybody else in the background. But it's a beautiful day. Let's um let's get started, Dave. Let's so, go. Uh, going off of Mother's Day, actually, kind of ties in. Beth Moens. Yeah. Right? Beth Moens is going to be the first woman in Chicago Cubs history to call a regular season game. Yeah, it's crazy. I think it's I think it's I think it's great. I think it's cool. I think we've seen a lot of changes with the announcers, uh, not only with the Cubs, but the Sox, Len Casper going to Sox Radio, Jason Benetti, who I did high school radio with at HF. We were doing games. So to have a woman, you know, first time, I think it's great. You know, we probably should see more of that. Right. And here's the thing, too, is, you know how, you know, you you get those opinions from those guys that are like, I don't want to hear a woman. Right. You know how many guys Mm -hmm. that don't know shit about sports that you listen to? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So not that they would have it harder, but they're judged at a uh, a harder scale, right? Because they're a woman. For sure. Yeah. So if they're able to make it and they got to know what they're talking about. Yeah. So I listen to freaking idiots talk about sports that they don't know shit about Uh it. But just because they're a guy. Right. Right. they're right. more valid. Yeah. You know? I think more men in the industry are annoying than, you know. I mean, there's so few women, you know. Right. But ESPN's loaded with them. Yeah. I mean, you even look at, uh, I think it was Sarah Kustak for Comcast. Now she's in New York. She was doing her thing. We've had a lot of, of great, you know, female talent come through the Chicago market. And even today, there's a couple still doing their thing. So, you know, kudos to them, and I'm glad I'm glad to see it, honestly. I think it'll be cool. Yeah. I enjoyed Kelly Kroll on the sidelines when she was with the Cubs. Uh-huh. She's, she's with Atlanta now. Um, but yeah. I just think it's, yeah, it's great. It's um, opening up ways. We saw the, uh, what is she, the owner of uh, the Miami Marlins? Or she was uh, something with her front office. Her last name was Wing. She I don't, was the first. I don't of, remember. Of yeah, kind. first of something. But, yeah, yeah, she was like the first GM or something. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I don't follow the Marlins that closely. Yeah. But I know that you're seeing more and more of this, right? So right. it's good. 
Should I mean, be. I'm all for it. As yeah. long as you're knowledgeable, I don't care where it's yeah, coming from. Yeah, don't sound right? dumb. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, that's that's the only thing. I mean, and you don't. I don't know. I I was, I was kind of indifferent at the start with aren't with the with the Cubs new announcers, but they sound great. I mean, they still got uh, what's his name there uh, in the color. What's his name? Jim Deshays. Yeah, Jim Deshays. Yeah, love Deshays. So I think it's a good. I think it's a good pairing. So. Boog has been good. Yeah. I like Boog. Yeah, yeah no, he's good. I like him a lot. I got a buddy who works at Marquee, so oh okay. Hear a lot so about you the get inside. it for free or what? It depends. I get a. We yeah. get a lot of games. Yeah, for sure. But we don't. You know. Now they're so strict, obviously, because of you know, stadium restrictions. You can't have everybody in there. Right. But uh, when they do, yeah, we get to a lot of games. Well, I just meant the access to Marquee oh, oh, Sports yeah. Oh, yeah. nobody's oh, yeah. got it unless you got Comcast, right? Yeah, I get a lot. Of, I mean, listen, they, you know, we, we know what's going on, you know. Right. So, yeah, he fills me in. It's great. So it looks like uh, the Cubs are, what are they, down one nothing right now? Yeah, I didn't. You know what's funny? I've been watching a game. I didn't even look at the score. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody scored a run. So we're going to – we've been setting up everything. We're kind of distracted. But we will keep mm-hmm. you guys updated on the Cubs score. Yep. Um, but right now we want to transition into a little fighting, Dave. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Know, me and Dave like to gamble. Me and yes. Dave like baseball. Yes. We like sports. But yep. So give me your take on, on this – I don't know if it's Jake Paul or uh, the, uh, whatever the kid's name is, who's fighting yeah. Floyd Mayweather, yeah. who's arguably one of the, the greatest boxer in history, right? And they got these feuds going back and forth. And I know most of it's marketing and, you know, selling fights and stuff. But what do you think of these YouTubers who are getting so much uh, of this opportunity to fight top-level talent? It's Well, first of all, it's mind-boggling. It's great, but it's also kind of like, you know, what we're doing, right? I mean, these guys just start, but then they actually start fighting. And then when I saw this video when he stole the hat, I was like, holy shit. Like, it got to this point right. where they're actually meeting each other and he stole his hat. Here's the one thing I do know. I don't think that was planned, but I wasn't a big Floyd Mayweather guy. I am now. And, I mean, they're both going to make a shitload of money. So, yeah. I mean. It's just crazy. It's like if you threw, It's insane. Though. If me and you got thrown on ESPN broadcast right. Yeah. right now, right? Oh, hey, they were on YouTube. It, that's Put it. them on ESPN. That's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and you know what I think with... Social media and every outlet, everybody has literally a voice and can do their thing. Right. So he's and, doing his thing. And I give respect to people like that. You can say he's a, yeah, you know, a right, phony right. or whatever, but right. just like this, man, I mean, I'm trying to market this thing, yes. trying to make build a right. brand, yeah, and exactly. that's what they did. Whether right. it was, I think he was on Disney Channel or yep. YouTube and right. stuff, and you're trying to create as much right. opportunity as possible. So he's doing that. Yeah. I mean, like, he's a he was a nobody who yeah. filmed himself, made a vlog, yep. and now he's fighting one of the best yep. fighters. So when people say, oh, you can't do that bullshit, look oh, what's yeah. going on. You can do it, and honestly, I never looked at it that way, but I will tell you, I'm pretty old school when it comes, you know, YouTubers should stay, in a sense, with the YouTubers from a fighting perspective. I mean, now they're going to have this fight. I mean, you saw it with that Tyson fight. You watched the Tyson fight? I did not. Okay, so that was with so Ray different. Yeah, there was like Snoop Dogg was there, and it was it was really cool, but they were tailoring to that younger audience, right? Right. They get they get this audience in with Jake. I mean, dude, it's, mm-hmm. it's that's what they want, you know. So this is this is what I was gonna say as well. Quick update: top of the second, Cubs oh, yeah. are up one nothing. Nice. Trevor uh, Trevor Williams on the mound. Um, so in in my mind, UFC 
is the premier. Boxing oh, yeah. is dead. Oh yeah, 100%. boxing is. I think yeah. that is partly yeah. why they this is going on. They're right. trying to revive the, the sport of boxing. I don't care about boxing. Yeah. It's the same reason you yeah. know I don't care about hand jobs anymore. Yeah, right. Because there's something better. It's it's ultimate fighting. Yeah. It's it's not just uh, exchanging blows. It's not just punching and uh, boxing. UFC has just taken over, um, and yeah. I think that's what part of this is trying to do is trying to revive boxing. Yeah, I think it's good. I mean, listen, you know, if you're going to do a little bit of cross-branding, I love it. I mean, UFC, obviously Dana White, they're doing their thing, and my, my, a lot of my buddies are really into it. Um, it's actually funny. The last uh, two UFC bets I've won were from you, uh, yeah. so thanks for that. Um, Which ones were they? I took um, the last the, the, the women's championship. Who was it? Uh, the, the girl who still held the belt. Shevchenko. Yeah, and it was TKOKO. Yeah. Yes. It was like right. plus whatever, 280. Yes. And when it closed, it was like plus 170. Right. So I knew people were jumping on it. And my buddy gave me a long list to like take. It was the only bet I placed. Really? It was great. Yeah. Wow. So That makes me feel good. Oh, yeah, dude. Because I, I don't I, – listen, I'm, not a, I'm not, a, not a UFC guy that much. My, all my boys are. Yeah. UFC, I think, is great. I love the, the atmosphere, the partying around it. The game, the, you know, it's great. Right, it's an um, event, right? The and it's, it's more exciting, like you said. There's a lot more to it. Jiu-jitsu, right? You know, you've got wrestling backgrounds. You've got boxing backgrounds. You've got kickboxing. I mean, right. and even we saw it in that one fight when a guy broke his leg. It was, oh, Jesus, right. disgusting. So anyways, but yes, enter- it's way more entertaining. Yeah, strengths versus weaknesses, you know. Um, but I'm glad that you hit on that because um, I like to, yeah, do my homework and see, uh, I'm not into like trends and everything, but yeah, yeah the last year, last five fights ended in a KO or TKO, I'm going to take that, I mean, you know? Yeah, that was always sprinkle on a round, second, third round, sprinkle that was That there. was interesting because I think, you know, obviously like anything, at some point they lose, right, or they don't do whatever, but I mean, yeah, that, and we do our next fight, you know? Yeah. That's what you're looking at, it's crazy. So I was like, that's probably like the first time I've put, you know, real money on a fight, mm-hmm. so that was cool. Well, I got plenty more coming out. <laughs> we can't wait. Yeah. We need one. Um, there's, there are fights tonight, but nothing worth... Uh, nothing major? Yeah, yeah nothing yeah. nothing worth taking yeah. it on. Um, but, yeah. Um, next thing I was going to talk about would be uh, pitching that we've seen in the last month. There have been four no-hitters. Joe Musgrove, Carlos Rodon, John Means, Wade Miley. And that's spanning from April 9th to May 7th. That's less than a month, less than 30 days. MLB is on pace to see 19 no-hitters this season. Dave, why is that happening? Steroids. Steroids. (laughs) No. I think what's happening is we're seeing um, these pitchers, they're they're just, they've got so much technology behind them from sitting down with their pitching coaches, reviewing tape, you know, manipulating pitches now. I mean, there's pitches out there that have no names. I mean, these guys are just throwing shit at moves. They don't even know what it is, right? right? Yes. Um, and, and they're endurance. They're in shape. Pitching is different today. These guys are stronger. I mean, um, the diets have changed. You know, obviously, Babe Ruth, hot dogs and shit. But I just think that, listen, it's very hard to hit a baseball, right? At the hardest thing in sports. 100 miles an hour. So Moving. We already know they have the advantage, but if you've got capable guys who are smart and able to manipulate pitches, I think that's what we're seeing. Um, yeah. And I just I think it's great for baseball. I think it's entertaining. It's so entertaining because everything's inches, right? There could be a ball on the base that just goes right or just goes left by an inch, and it's over, right? No hitter goes. So uh, I watched that Rodon one. It was great to see. 
Um, I've been a part of so many before. I was at the I was at the Burley one live. That was cool. So I don't know. You know, they're probably taking something that'll come out testing. You know, these guys were all testing for whatever. But, right. The crazy thing too is with all four of these, they were so close to a perfect game too. Like right. you look at Rodon's, right. he yeah. touched that guy's uh, shoelace, you know, to get him on base. I mean, so yeah. so so many of them yep. were close to a perfect game. Right. But um, yeah, like you said, diets. And um, I also think maybe uh, you know the season last year, the shortened season, um, COVID problems, guys sitting out, not able to yeah. participate. Yeah. You're not seeing as many at bats. Yeah. You're not seeing as many yeah. pitches. Um, you know, that could be the effect of it, too. Dude, you're right. I mean, from time off to traveling restrictions to how these guys have been affected from family, right? You know, so somebody in their family got COVID. You know, I mean, who knows? Dude, the short and season, people are getting rested, right? So now they're ready to go. I mean, be a million different things. But maybe that's why people have been so slumpish at the bat, or at yeah. the base, you know, or at the plate hitting because they guys, you know, something new for them, you know, playing with no fans and then. It's like back to Little League days, man, yeah. OTYA. Well, that's how it is now. There's, like, what? Some, right. some stadiums have, like, 13,000 fans, which is essentially nobody. Right. You know, right. it's like a fourth of people. Yeah. Um, I saw a buddy who was at the Bulls game yesterday, and it looked like nobody was – it looked like the people that were working were there, and that's right. about it, right. you know? Yeah. Well, you got, like – you know, I loved uh, – I think it was – yeah, it was against the Dodgers. I forget which game it was. It might have been game three. Jock Peterson thought he hit that home run. Yeah. And he, and he, it. he, he did like the bad play. But, like, how great would that have been with 41,000 in the state? You know what I mean? Right. Especially against the Dodgers, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I've been to a couple games this year. It's fine. Good to get out. Mm-hmm. Better for, like, our psyche right, right. than the players. Yes. I mean, but they need it too, right? Right. But, yeah, but it's well, a lot know, easier man. when you're a yeah. multimillionaire, right? Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so you need it. Let's go on the Cubs. Obviously, we just uh, swept the Dodgers, which was awesome, taking their three best pitchers, Kershaw, Bauer, and Bueller, and beat them all. Two walk-offs, back-to-back nights. Chris Bryant uh, is playing center field today. Uh, He's played five different positions defensively, all three outfield spots, 23 runs scored, nine home runs, 22 RBIs. He is a, uh, a a candidate for MVP. Yeah, I mean, good to see, right? Obviously, there's been some uh, back and forth about this guy, right, for yeah. a while, especially at the start of the season. But, you know. Do listen, we dish him? Do we not dish I'm, him? I'm, I'm, now, at this I'm, point, I'm, I'm, what's the value? I'm glad to see it. We are going to pick up on this because our burgers came, and I want to take them hot. burgers are here, yeah. Man, all right? This is crazy. This is crazy. got to get a picture. i got to do the whole thing. Now, I want know? them hot. So It's hot. Hot. We just received our burgers, guys, and Black Barrel Tavern was rated the best burger in Chicago by, uh, do you remember what it said, Hop something? I'm sorry. What would you say? Who it was rated by? Mitchell, can you look that up? Type in Black oh, Barrel Tavern. Oh, it's the Chicago Gourmet 2020 Hamburger Hop. Best burger. Congratulations, Black Barrel Tavern, uh, for the best burger. There it is. Chef Jose Rivera. Best burger. They got a big plaque Chef over Jose here. Rivera. Yeah, there's a big plaque here. Where is yeah. Jose? Yeah, get him out get here. Get Jose out here. I can't even pay attention, though. There's other reasons why I'm running. 2020. That's as fresh as hell. So This is like the burger. Yeah, what's it? The, the hop. Hamburger hop. It's the Hamburger Hop Chicago. Best burger out of more than 100. So that's a big sample size. 
This isn't just uh, you know your local ones on Madison. No, this is nice. This is, uh, I'm looking forward to this. I'll tell you that. All right, Dave, you got to give us a try. Get them on. Get them on. Hey, help yourself. You got to get them a T-shirt. We got we got people coming over, checking out the uh, the merch. We got stickers. There's shit everywhere. I love there's, it. By the way, that Rodman shirt. Yeah. I've got more love from like people on it than ever. I love. By yeah. the way, I love the Rizzo one. Oh, the Tony. The gold chains? chain. Yeah, I yeah. gotta get that. Yeah. So we got a bunch of stuff going on. So Dave, did you take a bite of the burger yet? <laughs> These are good. Dude. All right. You ready? We're gonna try this burger. Okay. All right, let's go. Here we go. Oh, this is thick, baby. Straight Two up. patties. Grilled Straight onions. Up. Wow. Woo! I know you guys can't see it, but that's good. So, wow. Yeah, first thoughts, uh, <clears throat> real legit. Real legit. Love the flavor. Love the Love the cheese. The patty, what I like, the double patty, can't be the double patty. Instead of going super thick on a single patty. I like that. Right? I like that. We'll go a little bit thinner on a double. Very uh, soup style, but not soup. The bun is very soft. The bun's bomb. You know, I like like it because you can compress it. It's not one of those hard brioche buns where, where you can't compact it. Yes, another one, please. Also, um, do you guys like a fireball, screwball, fireball or screwball? Yeah, I'll do one. Fireball. Let's get a couple fireballs. Fireball coming. Fireball. 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 Uh, So real quick, bun phenomenal. Butter bun for sure. Butter. Uh, Butter bun. It's been toasted for sure. Yeah. Um, Then you got you got full tomato, full tomato, the onion. What is the black onion? The onion, right? I mean, look at that. I mean, that's. Right there, right there, right there. Um, the cheese—I don't even know what this is. What is this cheese? It's white. Gouda. Gouda, unbelievable. I don't know. It's gouda. Maybe I don't know. That's fucking tasty. I can, I can see. That's a fair. That's a fair Listen. rating. Listen. Oh god. Shoot. I mean, I get it. No, that's legit. I did so, it. Yeah. So, huge helping of fries too. By the way, they don't fries skip are good. on fries. Hand cut fries, you can tell they're all different shapes, sizes. Little well done. That's how I like them. Mm-hmm. Perfect. They knew we were here. Um, they did. Pickle. But they did it right. Standard. Um, great burger. Great burgers. Where am I going? I don't know. Where I, are you going? I, I mean, I get it. Um, I'm going to give it. It's out of 10, right? Yeah. Out of 10. Um, are we going to separate bun or just going all burger? The entire package. Oh, I'll go all burger. Whatever you want. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm going to go 9-1. 9-1, okay. 9-1. 10 is unattainable in my mind. And this is, this is one of those burgers where this is the first burger like ever of the taste. So I've got to like set a number. Yeah. You know what I mean? But also, I'm not saying that just because I'm, they're having us. There's dogs here, by the way. Cute right, dogs. you're throwing in some stuff. Great yeah, dog, by the way. There's, yep. there's dogs in here. We got baseball. Dude, going this is on. insane, by the way. The Can we just touch on the fact that, like, when we're in here, like, there's no pandemic? 
No. Nobody's wearing a mask except the waitresses, right. which is great. Yes. But anyways, like, like um, you said, yes. I'm going 8.2. Uh, 8.2. The reason is the phenomenal burger. And, I mean, 8 is eight's really high. 8 is you travel for it. This is, oh, easily. Right? I mean, even 7, 8, maybe. But this is a good burger. And I think that... This onion, whatever this... Is, it this, a, this is that onion? onion? Black yeah, onion? It, it looks like a black onion. Very caramelized. Yes. Thank you. We've been looking for that word for the past fucking 10 minutes. We're like, <clears throat> yeah, black. Black onion. No. Caramelized. Yeah. yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. Dave, do you taste a sweetness in it at all? A savory sweetness? Not coming from the onion. Okay. This is a pickled onion and maybe like a red vinaigrette or red wine vinegar with some sugar. With some little bit sugar? I don't know. It's a little bit. So. We got guys coming by. What's the question? Ooh. Hey, make sure you follow. He got it. He got it. You got to follow. You got to follow. All you got to do is just follow on Instagram, YouTube. Dave, how you feeling? Huh? How you feeling? I'm good. I, you know, I was nervous at first, very nervous about oh, doing really? all this. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. come and yeah. set everything yeah. up no, and well, yeah. doing a pot. Is it going to sound will, okay? Are people going to, you know? I will tell you, it's a lot easier on me being the co-host and the guest, right? Because, like, that's all you. But I, I brought some gear. You did. Got yes. everything going on. Um, this is what you got to do. Yeah. This is grassroots radio. Right. Like, this is... Getting your shit out there, right? Uh, finding people to follow what you're doing. Old school. Word That's of mouth, it. Right? What? Guerrilla advertising. That's it. Yeah, Hit that's the streets. It. 100%. Right? This is this is grassroots. Thanks, guys. Yeah? Yeah. On all platforms, Mitchell? Look at this. Are they just bringing us stuff now I, to try? I, I don't know. That's the way to do it. <laughs> Jose? Are you Jose? No, he's not Jose. Jose Rivera. Are you Jose? No. <laughs> He's getting Jose. Shit, my oh, bad. I thought you might have insulted him. Do you want? Oh, that was yeah, bad, right? Yeah. That's the first thing I thought of. Is that going to be a hard edit? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you Did you assume my name? His name's Marco. <laughs> okay. Sorry, you got to be careful with me, man. Oh, we're good. Hey, I did this because I don't want anybody telling me what to do. Yeah, right. So, be yourself. Say what you want. And we're good. Oh, That's right. what I'm here for, right? Yeah. That's why I'm creating this brand. Yeah. Update bottom of the second. Cubs still up. One nothing. Nobody on. One out. So let's get back to uh Yep. Are we done with the burger? I mean you can keep yeah. eating, but I'm just saying it's, good. it's a good it's burger, guys. Official. It is it's worth traveling for. It's it's oh, a, yeah. a travel worthy burger. Yep. Um the onion is really good. That's what's really sticking out to me. The bun, like I said, very compactable. Two thinner buns, the cheese very good. It's legit. He finished his burger in three bites. <clears throat> I'm on half. I'm on half. But when you're hungry, you're hungry. Hey, I hear you, bro. I mean, it's what not, it is. It, you know, nothing beats the daily double at Mickey D's, which, by the way, is still around. You just got to ask for it. So the McChick, McDub, medium fry, large drink, apple pie. Let's go. Damn. Yeah, see, I don't mess with the apple pie. I don't mess with any fruit. 
there. Okay. It's all dirty there. So, let's get back to the Cubs, all right? Yeah. That's where we left off before the burgers came. Yeah. So, what are we thinking about the Cubs so far, Dave? Um, we talked about Chris Bryant. I think that's where we left off. Chris Bryant. I think. Um, going to dish him? Is he going to stay? I think. I think they're a good team. I think they're. Um, I think they are a uh, a team that's dealt with a lot of mental issues, and even from the media saying they can't hit, they can't hit, they can't hit. Hitting coach, hitting coach, hitting coach. Now, you get Ross involved, right? Love it. I think they're settling down a little bit. So you love Ross. I'm, I'm, I'm only a Ross guy because he's been there and he's been able to, you know, quickly connect with these guys, right? Okay. And he's had that because what he's they, played with them. I think it's what they needed. Switch from Madden. But, listen, I don't care. 41,000, 7,000. You sweep the Dodgers at Wrigley, it's legit, right? Yeah. So they're, they're gelling, and, th- and that's baseball. We know that. It's a long season. It's very long. This team can play. Jock Peterson can play still. Hitting perspective, right? And he just started hitting a little bit. Yeah, he had a yeah. hot, mm-hmm. hot spring training and then went ice cold as soon as they started. But it's all about the run. I mean, it's just like basketball. Every team goes on a run. You know Runs. what I mean? Right. I think the Cubs get in the playoffs. You know what I'm playing? I mean, look at Zach Davies yesterday. I mean, he looked great. Yeah. You can get that. Right. And you but can get Hendricks popping. Yeah. Then you look at the next three starts that he has gives up eight runs you know what i mean yeah so very inconsistent at least from yeah that for point. sure on but paper, that's that's the biggest concern obviously yeah on paper the cubs should be oh they should be the in best, the playoffs the legit. best team yeah. um in the division yeah. at least they don't have corbin burns no. they don't got brandon woodruff no. that's the best one-two punch in, in the division in yeah. my eyes yeah. right right i mean they're i mean they're arguably some of the best pitchers mitchell would you agree yeah so they got great starting pitching. We're not so much. No. But look at our lineup, though. Yep. You minus Eric Sogard. Right. That's a good-looking lineup. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Paper looks great. I'm telling you. It looks great on paper. But I'm telling you, that start of the season. So I got a, I got a future on these guys. You think Jock's going to go deep here? Yeah. Um, I think I've got the Cubs over 78 wins. Okay. You know, doable, right? And at first I was like, oh, shit. Mm. And it ain't hitting. And then, you I mean, know, things settle down. 80. Listen, listen, it's still fucking cold here, too. Right. People forget about this. Yeah. It's fucking 40 degrees outside right now. Right. The end of May. Yeah. So, you know, the Dodgers, you think they wanted to play? You know what I mean? I, I, I'm just saying. Right. It's such a long season. They're a good team. There he but is. I don't know, dude. It, the, it, always messes, it always messes up, you know. Right. Somewhere, somehow. The hitting last year was so atrocious, I can't not remember that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just fastballs down the middle. Fastball, right. it was just unhittable. That just pissed me off, dude. And what I talked about um, previously was what I saw earlier in the season when they were losing five games in a row, and there's nobody getting excited. You know what I mean? You know when you get your ass kicked sometimes? Right, right. There's always that one teammate who's like, wake the fuck up! Yes, that right. gets a little yeah. nuts. Like, yeah. hey, okay, yeah. hey, we got to get going. There's got to be some kind of spark plug like yeah. that, you know? Yeah. And I thought Wilson Contreras was going to be that. Hits a bomb, pimps one off. Like, that's the kind of things that you need to yeah. feed yeah. off of, right, to yeah. get that team going. They're a pretty chill team. So yeah. This all stems from Madden, right? Mm-hmm. So. You get Ross in there, still pretty chill guy, right? Yes. Like, hey, we're all right, you know, blah, blah, right. blah. But 
somebody. And we also used to play together too. We used to be teammates. So it's different. It's right. different. It's you the know? same thing in a work environment when you're running a team. You know, it's hard. Where where do you stretch that line of friendship? Because you know when they went together, they had no clue that he'd be managing them. Right. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I think I don't know if Ross is the guy though. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. A couple I years think. and then that's it. Um, more of like a like a bridge bridge manager. Yeah. Right. Yeah. One, yeah. Some some yeah. So I mean, Larusa in Chicago is a whole other story. Yeah, we're gonna touch on that too. Um, yeah, you want to take some shots? Yeah, go here? ahead. The Cubs scored a run. I mean, why not? They did. We're a little late. Right here. Where's the other? One? Where's yours? Whatever. Oh, you know what? Yeah, yeah. This will be it. Hopefully, the Cubs only Cheers. score one run today. Yeah. Cheers, be boys. It. Salud. And girls. Cheers. Yeah, go Chicago. Woo. You know, Woo. you know, ice water. Hey, hey ASAP. Hey, Dave. Wash it down with Jameson. I took a Jamo shot. I gotta wash it down with Jamo. No, they're a, out of so uh, they're out of fire. They're out of fireball. It's gotta be like Jack Fire. It no, it was Jamo. Oh, it was Jamo. Yeah, it was Jamo. Oh, I ordered them. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I asked her. I go, "What are you doing?" And she said, "We're out of." Well, you did today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Is that gonna affect the ride back to Highland or no? I got a minivan, dude. Yeah. Shorter drive for sure, but we're still driving. That's still 30, 38 minutes. No, that's fine. One shot. Run around the block real quick. So, I see you got your fire pay shirt Yeah, on. I do. I do, unfortunately. And I appreciate well, you patronizing Sheffield Shuffler. So, thank you for doing oh, that. Oh, I love it, man. I love it. And, you know, honestly, uh, talk a little history here. You know, where I met you at yeah. work, right, our regular job, and I um, – I never, I never knew. Like, so when I got back into it, because I, I took a break, and I saw you doing your thing, I was like, "Oh, this is great." And then I went to the website. I'm like, "Oh man, it's a great shirt," you know? Yeah. Uh, but when we were working together, I never even realized that you wanted to do all this. That's pretty cool. I didn't. Oh you know, really? That was, yeah, that was never a thing. So your background, because you, I mean, we actually went to the same college, right? Yeah, Western, Western Illinois. Illinois, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we found that out later. Yeah, we yeah. would hang out outside of work, you know, events and stuff yeah, for like sure. that. Um, but then we found out we went to the same college and you were in yeah. broadcasting. I mean, and yeah. Dave, you have a great voice. You have a yeah, very radio, you. radio podcast. <laughs> well, it's like, it's just very crisp and clean. Right, and I think right, you know right. that. And that's why you pursued that. Yeah, thank you. Have you have a very good voice. And I appreciate you coming on today. And that's awesome. But yeah, um, yeah go ahead. Keep going. Yeah, no, no. So I saw all the stuff and I just saw so the first shirt I bought, of course, was a fire pay shirt because this was at the Three. time they signed Andy Dalton, right? Yes. So, um, you know, obviously wasn't happy, knew they needed to make a deal, and then uh, the draft happens. They pick up Justin Fields. We know the story. Yes. I'm still wearing the Fire Pace shirt. So my, my, my idea today is revamp this shirt, Fire Pace, and on the back say for Truby. That's it. Ooh, okay. Not for Fields. You know, right. and, and we don't know how that's going to pan out. We all know they bought themselves a couple of years here. But did they really buy themselves a couple of years, or did they say, you know what, listen, we, we messed up in that draft, okay? Here we are fighting and clawing. We move up. We talk to the Giants, a team that doesn't need a quarterback. Right. It's Mac Jones or Justin Fields. Justin Fields fits Nagy's style, right? So I'm wearing fire pace for the Truby because I'm telling you right now, Pete, and I've said this and I will say this 9 million more times. How do you draft a quarterback in the NFL who had only played 17 or whatever, 13, 13 collegiate games? At North Carolina. 13 games. With Deshaun Watson out there. And I'm not even talking about Patrick Mahomes because he was at A&M, right? Right. Nobody was really on him. Yeah. A couple people were. Right. It was Deshaun Watson. So 
Lori Lightfoot works for the Post. Oh my God. Hey, at least she's, she's doing her job. Yeah, no, that's good. She's giving, giving back, you know? So, um, you know, I think, I, I think, what was it talking about? Truby or? Uh, yeah, for Truby. It's, uh, you, you know, you draft a guy 13 games. Yeah, 13 games, especially with Deshaun Watson and what he had just done the year before. So yeah. I was very, and they, they didn't even look at Deshaun Watson. Like, Deshaun's no. got angst against Chicago, right? right. That's, that's obviously out there. So, you know, I just, um, so I'm wearing the fire paces. This is more for Sheffield Shuffler. Yes. Okay, than it is for fire and pace because cause. here's what's going to happen in three years when fields is playing solid we all know what's going to happen dalton's going to come in for five six games he's either going to get hurt or play shitty fields is going to come in and i'm telling you i i've watched after they drafted him i really dug into the video this guy's legit he's taller than everybody thinks this guy can play I mean, they were going after Russell Wilson so aggressively, we saw it. Right. This is the type of guy they want, right? It's not Mac Jones. Mac Jones fits New England fine. Why Why is he the guy you want, though? Because he's... For me, Ma- for, no, because it's because a Nagy decision. This is Nagy's guy. Right, but I'm saying because why? Because he's mobile. Because he... Truby was mobile, too, but you're right. right. That's what I'm saying. So this is, this is a guy just like Russell Wilson, right, but younger. And the guy throws on a fucking dime. Mm-hmm. So I can't get mad at Pace for doing this. So I'm wearing the fire pace shirt for Sheffield Shuffler, yes. not fire and pace now. Correct. Now I'm like, I, now here's what you need to do. You need to get a keep pace shirt. Well, and I'm gonna yeah. buy the motherfucker, or or just put it on the back. I'm 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 putting this in the archive so I can come back to this in two years and and, and see when. So wait, are you still they, selling these? Or you take them off the site? Oh no, I'm still okay. selling them. Just because you made a move, I want. First off, doesn't mean it's gonna pan out, right? Yeah. Doesn't mean I'm gonna forgive you for it. The last. Five yeah. years or right. whatever for the decisions that they've made, right? right. So, I I just see a lot of similarities in the way that they were supposed to run Mitch, right. supposed to run him because he's athletic, yeah. outside of the pocket, everything RPO, mm-hmm. RPO, Cordell Patterson in motion. That shit ain't working, dude. Wow. So I don't know if it's going to be better. I mean, sure, I think he's a better quarterback. But is it going to work out? I don't it's, know. I'm going I'm to hold my decision. Happy to have them, obviously. It's oh, an yeah. exciting new yeah. toy, right? Listen, listen. It's- I think what's happening to us as Bears fans is this. We've been so tainted in that position right. that you know any other team would have been like, okay, this is our guy. We, we're just like, I don't know. Right. Hold up. Wait. I, I don't know what to trust yet. And I hope this brings Nagy and those guys back because what that will do is get that respect back because it's a tough city to play for, right? Top city to manage all that, right? But you're right, man. So, Fields is a good. He's a good pick at 11. I mean, come on, man. Right. One of the top quarterbacks coming out of the draft. Yeah, got to take him. I don't buy the whole uh, no no good quarterback came out of OSU. Do you buy into that at all? What was that? Sorry. No good quarterback has come out of Ohio State. Oh yeah, no, it's bullshit. I don't bullshit. buy into that. No, that's where like, you go that's to like uh, that's like you know. Well, yeah, the last one was dog shit. What was his name? Haskins. He's at the Redskins right, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, listen. He was tall, right? He's right. like that guy you had in your high school team. You're 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 six eight. Why aren't you dunking? You're just right. he's just lanky and dumb, right? Now, God bless him for playing in the NFL, but no, I'm not buying that at all. Hundred percent, I'm not buying it. I'm not. So what I saw there was a quote from Nagy and Pace: Justin Fields will start when he's ready. Oh wow! When is he going to be ready? Well, great question. We know he's not sitting behind Andy Dalton to learn. I'll for, tell you that, right. right? I would assume, or for long. You know our I fans, mean, listen. Dave, Dave, 
when you get there, Fields, Fields, Fields. It's, when it's, that's coming, when we're one and three, yeah. what do you, I mean, come $10 on. $10 million dollar backup, I think. It's um, the same thing what happened with Glennon and uh, Trubisky, right? Wasn't it Glennon who was in front of it? And we got him for, what, $30 million, 15 a year? You, you made a great point earlier when you said, Nagy, about the play calling, right? I think with Mitch, he was so limited, a lot of it was predictable. Mm-hmm. Like, he couldn't do anything. Right. And they were screwed. Tight end roll out, ready rolls out. And it worked every time still, right? Mm-hmm. But with Fields, I think he would be so much more versatile. The guys play more collegiate games? I mean, come on. Yeah. So, I'm just glad they did it. And we'll see. I don't know. I think he comes in when we're one and three. So, um, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't answer your question. Um, it's got to be between week three and five. He's starting, three right? Three and five. I mean, he's he has coming to. in. Because... Listen, things change. At the time, Dalton was a $10 million starter. But they didn't know they were going to get Justin Fields. Now that you got Fields, right. oh, shit, well, this guy's probably going to be starting soon. Right. And Dalton knows that. But Dalton's happy being a $10 million backup. Absolutely. Who wouldn't be? Right. Right? Especially at this point in your career. Backup catcher, backup quarterback, two best jobs in sports. Right? I would love to. You say kicker? Oh, no. Backup catcher, backup uh, Oh, yeah. I'd love to be a punter in the NFL. Yeah. Just like Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee. shit. I mean, he yeah. does all this shit too. Oh yeah, he's no, he's got I'm, a great following. He's, he's for the brand. He's uh, yeah, he's he's off and running for sure. But yeah. Good for him. Um, I did want to bring in Mitch in. I want to talk about some White yeah. Sox stuff. Yeah, come and on in, I'll Mitch. Bring you I'm back. gonna finish this burger. I'll bring you back in um, in a second. So, this is my cousin Micho. Mitch, how's it going, man? What's up? Doing good. I know you're excited to Some be on good the, drinks here. Yeah, right? Excited to be on the pod? Oh, yeah. So, Mitch is our resident White Sox fan. So, Mitch, got a couple questions for you here. So, Tony LaRusso, was he the right hire? Injuries, how do they address them? Will Ozzie Guillen or Edgar Renteria take over at some point? And is Tony LaRusso's job safe? floor is yours. Uh, unfortunately, his job is safe because the only reason why he's a manager is because Jerry Reinsdorf owed him a favor since the late 80s. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows Tony LaRusa used to manage the White Sox in the 80s. Right. He's always been good buddies with Jerry Reinsdorf. What's the favor? Should he be managing right now? Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, example, the other day he didn't even know the extra inning rule. Everyone asked him, why didn't you have Jose Abreu run at second and out of the extra innings? He was the last out. Why did you have Liam Hendricks run, who yeah. looked like he had no clue to be out there? And why didn't any other bench coach or anything? I mean, we weren't there. We weren't the fly on the wall. We don't know if someone said, hey, Larusa, you know, I think Abreu is a little better option to run than Liam Hendricks, right. who's been an American League bullpen reliever and I've never seen him on the base pass. He looked clueless because when that, um, I think Lurie Garcia stole second, he didn't even move. If that was Abreu and they're throwing a second, he's running home. I know he's not fast, but probably has a better chance of scoring. Right. Um, Larusa has no clue what he's doing. Yeah, he's been around the game still, but he hasn't managed. The game has changed tremendously in the last 10 years, and he doesn't even know the newer rules. That's a big sign. If I go to my job, and I don't get an SOP right, or I'm saying, hey, sorry, I didn't know. I'm probably getting suspended, written up, or fired. They're just like, oh, you know, we'll know next time. Right. I know there's 162 games in the season, but he's cost them about five games already. Mm-hmm. And we could take those five games and be two and a half, three games in first place. So it's a big problem. He, he managed a great game yesterday. I'll give him that. Rodon looked to be done after the six innings, who's been phenomenal. Went to his bullpen. He brought in the, you know, the right amount of guys. Cody Hoyer, 
Aaron Brummer shut it down in the eighth, and then Liam, Liam Hendricks, who you paid a lot of money in, a lot of money in the ninth to shut it down, who was shaky at first, but has been solid since. Man, he throws 98-99, and then he comes in with that hard slider. He's just a real good um, closer. So, I mean, they're not going to do anything with it. Larusa, he manages this year and next year, and then he's probably done. The guy's in his 80s. Yeah. He just looks like he doesn't know what's going on. He just needed to pay off that DUI. What's that? I think he just needed to pay off his DUI. I mean, the only yeah, 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 that too. But I don't know. Either he's got naked pictures of Rick Hahn or Jerry Reinsdorf or something. But Gross. It's he just looks like he has no clue what's going on. It's, I mean, these Sox fans have been waiting so long. It seems like since 2008, you know, to get that right manager, to get that right lineup, finally have the right lineup. Unfortunately, we have two big injuries to our two stud um, outfielders. Yeah. So how's that going to be addressed? All right. Because those, those are two guys that you were really looking forward to this season. Right. I mean, they went out and signed Brian Goodwin. I mean, yeah. another cheap signing. Um, honestly, I, I think they're just going to go and see how they play up to the trade deadline. I mean, we're still sitting at, what, May 8th? We've got a long way to go. This season just started. They're a half game in first right now, so no reason to panic right now. It's I'm not worried about the pitching staff at all. Great pitching staff. They brought back Carlos Rodon. Anybody could have had Carlos Rodon. One-year, $3 million deal, and right now he's top three right now for the Cy Young. Absolutely, ERA. absolutely dealing. .58 ERA. As a starting pitcher in the American League. Um, he's won every single game they've started. He's 5-0. and um, I believe he's got two or three quality starts. You see, another thing with Larusa is he panics, and he doesn't let his starters go. He pulled uh, Rodon a couple times in the mid-80s and went to his bullpen. Like, you got to realize, man, these bullpens get worn out. If your guy's still going and he says he could go, let him in. And then he also does the opposite. Lucas Giolito said, I'm done at 102 pitches. He brought him back out. He got destroyed the next inning, and he lost. And Giolito actually said in the press conference, I told Tony I was done, and he told me to go back out there. And I said, okay, I'm done. I mean, come on. He's done. Go to your bullpen. Right. The pitcher's telling you he's done. Like you're obviously you're throwing in the towel, saying, "Okay, it just doesn't make sense to me." But Carlos Rodon, absolutely electric, no hitter. Should have had a perfect game. Uh, Ro- Roberto shoelace. Perez pulled the old Barry Bonds. I'm not going to get out of the way. I'm just going to stand there like a statue and have this 93 mile an hour go right into my foot. Shoelace. I was at that game, by the way. First sporting event I've been to in over a year. Totally worth the wait. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. A little chilly, but I got to be there with my family, and it was just awesome to have that no-hitter. Crazy, there's been four no-hitters already. You could really say five from Madison Bumgarner's seven-inning. Right. Um, now I, they do uh, double-headers, only seven innings. I'm not going to count that. I'm not going to count that in seven innings. Well, I'm not those, either, but a lot of people but, do, but it's right. still impressive. Very impressive. Also, Sean Manaya last night, he went seven innings. Right? I was um, like, are we going to have two? Right. In a day yeah. after Wade Miley. Unreal. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I really just think it's the pitchers are getting better and better. I mean, it's hard to bet in Major League Baseball. If you go three for ten, they're, they consider that successful. You failed seven times out of ten, and you're still betting 300. That's good. Right. Even Ted Williams batted a lot of times over 400. Okay. So he, you got to hit 40% of the time. 
That's good. And that's the you best. Get, you take a math test and you get a 40%. You failed. And I've we know there. me and you both <laughs> got a lot of 40% on math tests. So it's just crazy. That's how hard the game is as a batter. It's a pitcher's game. These pitchers are throwing harder now than they ever thrown. These sliders, they're just in, they make Mariano Rivera's slider look like, okay, yeah, just a slider. His Some cutter, of these just yeah. completely throw off the table. A lot of props to the pitching coaches these days. Like even for the White Sox, Ethan Katz has come in and has just completely made Don Cooper look like a slouch since he's been there. He was there way too long. He's just turned a lot of these pitchers into so far like superstars, making Dylan Cease look awesome. Rodon looked like a completely different pitcher. It's it's really amazing what a, a pitching coach could do. So Larusa is going to be safe this year. He's not going anywhere. You're saying? Okay. So does Ozzie Guillen or Edgar Renteria have any shot of coming in at any I'd point? I'd love to have Ozzie Guillen back. But Why wouldn't that be the play? He just runs his mouth too much. But isn't that a, a young team, something like that, that you want? Yeah. I mean, trust me, a lot of Sox fans would love to have Ozzie Guillen back. He's just said some weird stuff about Fidel Castro in the past, about um, Kenny Williams in the past. I mean, he's on the Sox post game. And they love him on it for the ratings. He right. just says the goofiest. He doesn't care. He just doesn't give a shit. And I don't know. I guess for professional reasons, he wouldn't be, you know, that. It makes sense, though, because, what, 80% of the Sox team speak Spanish. Right. And he can't even speak English. You don't even know what he's saying all the time. <laughs> yeah. It would be absolutely perfect, I feel like. But I don't know. They need to really think about it. After Larusa, because honestly, after this year, I don't, I don't want Larusa as the manager. I wanted AJ Hinch. I was a big AJ Hinch guy. Yeah, okay, cool. They cheated and stuff, but he's a great young manager who gets it and took that Astros team, um, took you know their farm talent in a real situation like the White Sox and turned it into a you know a World Series team. And I just, I just, I, I watch a lot of, listen to a lot of uh, Larusa's press conferences and. They ask him a question. It's like you're, dude, you're not even answering the question. You're like, you look like you don't even know what's going on. It's kind of sad to be honest. He's got a nice toupee though, right? He got yeah, a and he wears probably the biggest face mask I've ever seen yeah. with this COVID-19, this big mask. It's like, and his big old nose just buries out of it. I don't know. It's, it's just really weird. He, nobody has an 80-something-year-old manager managing a, a major league baseball team, right? It's just, I don't know, it's really weird to me. So nobody's going to come in for the Sox. Because earlier when you came in here today, you told me that Chris Bryant was going to the South Side. Yeah. Um, for me, their offense, if it doesn't keep up, I'm not worried about the pitching. I'm not worried about the bullpen. I'm worried about the offense. Um, you lost Eloy Jimenez, who's a 40 home run hitter, 100 RBI, comes to about 280 average. You lost him. So you're in a rotation of left field right now with Leary Garcia, Andrew Vaughn, who's supposed to be a stud, but hasn't played above the double A level. So you can't just throw him in the you know in the mix and be like, oh, we need you to start. They're a beast of a rookie right now, Yermin Mercedes. Yes. He who has the he, highest average in the league right now. Yeah. He can't play left field. You know, he's a tank. He's a catcher. They're paying a lot of money to Yasmani Grandal, who Really needs to step up. His on-base percentage is good. It's over 350 because he walks a lot. 
but he's be- he's not even batting his weight. Yeah, he's batting like 135, and he has the richest contract, contract in White Sox history right now. I know he starts out to a slow start, but dude, it's May 8th. You need to step up when you're sitting, like yesterday when you had a day off previously, and you're sitting for Zach Collins. Like Zach Collins is making five hundred thousand dollars. Like you, you need yeah. to step up, right? You got paid. Well, and look who you they let go. They let go James McCann, right? Yeah. How's James McCann doing? He's in struggling New York? in New York, but we can't really blame it on that. If they would have stayed here in the same scenery, New York's a rough place to live, right. rough place to play. Chicago's a rough place to live too. <laughs> True. <but laughs> yeah. He's he's you know he's he was here. He's adjusted, and he was awesome. He was he was an all star mm-hmm. for the White Sox. So it'd be nice to get Grandall going. I mean, I don't want – you don't need you to bat 300. You're not going to bat 300. But at least get to somewhere in the 200. Right. He's struggling. Struggling bad. Um, so if he got going, it would be awesome. It would be almost like they picked up somebody to come in and play because he's he's been dog shit. The whole – he hasn't done anything. What about what about the division? Are you guys going to win this division or are the Royals going to take it? Royals got a The Royals under, aren't going to take it. Underrated. The Royals are a team who always start out hot. They do have and then hot they completely April. fade out all the time. When you look at the Royals, could you tell me three players on the Royals right now? Andrew Benatendi, Nicky Lopez. Oh god, cuz he went to Naperville. Naperville Danny Board. Duffy. Is Danny Duffy even on the team anymore? Um, I don't know. I don't think he's on. What's uh, I'm sorry. I was thinking of what's a guy. I just posted a picture of him. He was a bitch boy. Uh, I mean, you got Salvador Perez is the Salvi, catcher. awesome player. Outside of that, dude, they got no Andrew Benintendi. I'd have to who look was at supposed it. to be awesome, failed on the Red Sox in Boston. They shipped him out. He's he played yesterday. Still is dog shit. He hasn't been good at all. Um. <laughs> Yeah, Nicky Lopez, awesome. I mean, he's batting like 100. He was up in the ninth with two outs against Hendricks. I'm like, all we need is Hendricks to blow him away. Completely blew him away. He looked like he shouldn't even be in the majors right now. What's the one? I, I posted this the other they day. They got uh, old man Brady Greg Holland. Brady Singer, bro. And, uh, Brady Singer. Yeah, There's Brady three. Singer on my fantasy team. There's three. They um, drafted him real early in the draft out of Florida. 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 Uh, I believe he was a top five pick. He struggled a lot last year, showed some positive signs. He struggled his first two starts this year, and then he, he was had a really good start. I picked him up in fantasy, and he's been solid his last three. Isn't that such a great feeling? I picked up Wade Miley um, maybe like two weeks ago, and he throws a no-hitter yesterday. No-hitter. I feel so fucking smart when Crazy. I pick up guys and they're successful. I saw a no-hitter. I was like, I fucking picked him up because you look at his ERA, you look at the innings pitch, you look at the strikeouts, and right. you're like, yeah, he's trending in the right direction. He's owned by 13% of the league. That means nobody's fucking paying attention to him. Right. And then I'm really jealous that Carlos Rodon isn't available in our league. A guy who was ranked over 850 to begin the at year. The yeah. You know what he's at right now? Seven. Nine. Ooh, Good guess. Yeah. <laughs> nine. He's ranked number nine. Um, he's doing something that only one other uh, pitcher in Major League Baseball history has done. All right, a win in your first five starts. Seven or more strikeouts in Hold your on, first say five that again. starts. A, a win in your first five It's the only player to win. Ever in your first five starts of the year, a win. In the, in the, seven or more strikeouts. Five or fewer hits allowed in your first five starts. Who else has done it? Only one other player in American League history. Hall of Famer. Uh, let me try and give you a hint. Nolan Ryan. Knocked, helped the Red Sox out of a big funk. In 2004. Uh, 
Josh Beckett. Who? Josh Beckett? No, he was later. <laughs> Josh Beckett was like 07. 2004. Pedro? Yes. Pedro, Pedro okay. Martinez in 2000. And then 21 years later, Carlos Rodon. A win, seven or more strikeouts, five or fewer hits allowed in each of his first five starts of the season. Ever. Rodon, .58 ERA, .67 whip. Yeah, his strikeouts aren't like Shane Bieber or Garrett Cole or anything, but he still has 44 strikeouts in 31 innings. Yeah. By far impressive. Only has allowed one home run. Only has allowed two earned runs. And another thing that's even crazy, 12 hits in 31 innings in the he American only has League. 12 that's hits. it. That's it. Yeah. His slider is absolutely I mean, his arm has been uh, through three or four surgeries the last few years, so you gotta think he's got like a bionic arm right now. But this is a guy the White Sox drafted about five years ago, probably even later than five years. They were going to let him go last year, In the top ten pick. And he's been absolutely incredible this year. As a number five guy, best number five starter in the entire league, he's the Sox ace right now. You got Giolito, who's not – Giolito, when he's pitched this year, the Sox are one and five. That's awful. So he's stepping up. Dylan Cease is stepping up. Sox are they're uh, front runners for winning the division minus yeah. one forty three right now, mm-hmm. so which is solid and I would take that in a heartbeat. Took them yesterday minus one and a half. It came a little dicey after six innings when it was still zero zero, thanks to Zach Collins for hitting a shot and Abreu. That's another guy, Jose Abreu, who won MVP last year. He's got to get going. I know he's Cuban, loves playing in the warm weather. He's got to get going. Who is that? Pirates just hit a bomb. Trevor Williams. Gives this up. Who is this? Dave, who is this? Who just hit a bomb? Trevor Williams pitching against his former team. Gives up a bomb to who? I think some huh? random guy just hit a home run. No, because I looked at I looked at matchups today. Who is that? I have him here. Who was it, Luke? Number 61. If it is Defoe or Evans, it was it's not Kayatan. First career home run. Uh, first career home run. Kayatan. Pirates go up two to one. Top of the fourth. Newman grounds out to Baez. You got to admit, Trevor Williams has been really impressive. Absolutely. Guy was what released by the Pirates, or they didn't sign him. And He's two and two. He's got a six point oh ERA. Um, but I mean. He's pitched fantastic in, in, in starts as well. Yeah, I mean, he's been but awesome. Also, Pirates have his number, too. So I did some uh, some homework today. Defoe, Evans, and Moran are all batting over 400 against uh, Trevor Williams. That's crazy. Like you said, former team, right? So they have a lot of familiarity with them. Defoe, Evans, Moran, all batting over 400. So I, obviously that's why we're going to see a bomb here. What do we have here, Melissa? My wife, Melissa. Cheers. Dave, Mitchell. What is this, another Melissa. one? Oh, screwball. Good stuff. I suggest you get it at your local Costco. It's about $8 cheaper. Nice. Great spot. That's a spin off the screwdriver. Yeah. Yeah. Have you talked about Jake Marisnik yet? What a pickup that was. It was. I don't watch a lot of Cubs baseball, but whenever I tune in, the guy's hitting a home run. He gets hit by a pitch in the wrist. Cried about it a little bit. Hits a homer. I see him rounding first, and Rizzo's making fun of him, grabbing his wrist like, all right, I think you're fine. You just hit a 
foot shot in the bleachers. Did you see when I said he was the pick to click for yeah. that day? Hit a home run, oh, that five was, RBIs. You hit that on the head. That was kind of scary. Yeah. When you call that, walking through a parking garage or something, I saw. I was going, yeah, leaving work with the yeah. flowers, right? And, that was uh, that was absolutely incredible. Yeah, so I, I I did some research and I like to look at splits between pitchers and batters, yeah. and he was high up on the list. He had a very high. I think he perfected average. his whole day. Yeah, I did. I called it. Um, I said he had a double, he had five RBIs and a home run, which was spot on. He's been awesome. I know they don't have a whole lot of fit for him to play every day, but man, he's been well, he's been huge. I'd rather see him over uh, Jock Peterson. I have yeah. I haven't seen enough from Jock to uh, want him to play. Also, when Nico Horner gets back, he's got to play. Nico Horner is awesome. He is. He's on my other fantasy league. Right when they brought him up, right I picked now. him up. Not only can the kid hit, he's an awesome fielder, and he can steal bases. Yes. He's been stealing bases for the Cubs every single game. I got a fantasy like, oh, another stolen base for Nico, another stolen base. He's young. They need it. They need him to play. You don't need Eric Sogard. No, fucking nerd. Yeah, with his goofy glasses. Unfortunately, he Nico Horner uh, collided with another, who was it, in center field last Sunday, which gave him a forearm strain. It was Jock. Yeah, Jock. Wait. It was, was it Jock? Because who just came off the... Uh, Somebody who got hurt and got completely annihilated in the head. I, I remember he collided. Someone that went... To, they both went on the IL. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I don't remember. But I know he got the forearm strain. Yes. Unfortunately. He was really, really hot, too. Yeah. Um, I just saw he should be coming back soon. So they, they really need him, not only for stealing bases, but for defense, for, for everything. The whiskey. It's, it's, it's crazy how awesome Nico Horner is. I can't, I can't hear what she's saying. struggled in spring training. He struggled a lot. I can't hear what she's saying. The waitress, everybody's got a mask on. I got fucking headphones yeah. on. Mitchell's talking. I can't hear anything. There's a bar going on. She's got a mask on. Thankfully, this is all shortly coming to an end. Um, by the end of this month, Chicago fans are going to be up to 60% of fans allowed. This was announced yesterday. Thank you, Larry Lightfoot. Yeah, thank you, Larry and uh, Twinkle Toes Fred Flintstone. Hammed. Huh? These guys are hammed. Yeah, we've got some guys right outside the window. It's only uh, 2.42 on a Saturday, swaying back and forth. They look like Floyd Merriweather and Paul the other day at the press conference. Hope they don't come in here. A lot of expensive. Did you see that, by the way? Yeah. He put out a TikTok. He goes, I'm going to steal Floyd Merriweather's hat. And then he got a tattoo that said, got your hat. Oh, he did? I didn't see that. Now he's selling merch with hats that say, got your hat. I saw his shirt, though. Floyd stretched the hell out of his shirt. Oh, yeah. He turned that large shirt into a 4XL real quick. (laughs) What's his size What's he got on his website? Oh, he's got the big sizes, trust it, me, because yeah. I wear the big sizes. Yeah, it goes up. It'll go he up goes to 4XL. It depends XL. on the color. It depends on the color, the inventory, yeah. all that Did stuff. Did you get into the tall at all or no? That's, I've asked him for months. I've had, I've had, I, my dad's a double X tall. He's That's what I am. Yeah. That's what I am. It's, it's, it, I would love to just you know have everything, but it's on inventory, what's available, colors, things like that. Because um, I go through because I go through a third party, so you know I gotta play by their rules. That's why I get I get the four X's. It shrinks, so then just get the four X, shrinks a little, and you're good. 
it's almost like a little 3x tall but yeah all right um i was gonna bring dave back on i just want to talk no about one more thing mitchell thank you for the socks yeah dude. thanks for uh socks thanks for having me it was fun oh yeah about to try the cuban yeah we want to hear your rating after this mitch we got the burger rating already. I got a 9-1. Dave had an 8-1. Mitchell's going to try the Cubano. My man eating the uh, Cuban today. My man yeah. eating the Cuban. Hey, Max, Mark last Cuban. segment. Yeah, grab a drink. Hey, that's my future brother-in-law, Oh, Pete. nice, man. Nice to meet Max, you. Max, Max. I'm sorry. No, he just got here. Oh, God. I thought he was apologizing for, you know, not being with him or not saying hi. No. I'm sorry. Beautiful. Yeah, this is good. This is good that he's here. He's Thank driving so home. Much. Shit. <laughs> Y'all got him twisted. He lives down the street. I told him I said, oh, you better get real? your ass over here. Better drive this car home. Shit. Give him a sticker. Give him a shirt. No, we, we did. We talked about it. He got the worm. You like it? At the worm. It's a popular shirt, man. I love that shirt. That's a really good shirt. Yeah. That was my first. I think that was my first one. Do you design all these shirts? I do. Nice. I do everything. I draw the shirts. I design what the website. Can you I take explain the that one to me just so I know? I don't. Which one? Oh, it's Blues Brothers, right? Yeah, it's the Blues Brothers. It's uh, Benny and uh, Tommy Hawk, you know, the guys uh, from uh, the it. Madhouse okay. on Madison. Never mind. So Never mind. Yeah, but it's the Blues Brothers that you see their VHS yeah. or whatever. Right. No, I get it. That's, That's a great shirt. Is. Yeah. It's a great shirt. Yeah. I've, got, so, I've got, sorry, go ahead. You're up. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, Sox for everybody talk, listening, you know? yeah, check out SheffieldShuffler.com. We're always updating um, shirts. I work a nine-to-five, so I work a full-time job, and then I try to get this stuff off the ground. Dave, you're doing the same thing. Yeah. You're, we're trying to get – Dave, go ahead and plug your podcast, man. Tell them, what, mean, tell them what it is. Yeah, DIT Podcast, Dave is talking. You know, we talk to uh, a lot of people I know, so nine times out of ten, you're going to turn it off or you're going to listen to be entertained. That's it. <laughs> It's a nice thing to listen to if you're taking a dog for a walk, if you're going grocery shopping, anything oh, like that. Yeah. You just want to pop it in, be entertained, yeah. right? So the rants, um, we've, we've done about 30 episodes, and most people want to hear more ranting, less singing. I just got that. Some guy hit me up. He's like, yo, stop singing. I'm like, okay. Um, so, yeah, it's more ranting about just everyday life stuff. Very Larry David-esque. And, yeah. You know, you know, just interviewing people that we know. and. You'll be on the podcast in our format, too. You yeah, know, kind of I'm going to come to Studio, what is it, Studio J? It's Studio J, Studio yeah. Garage, Studio G, man. It's Jeez. AKA everything. It's all yeah. everything. Um, and we try to take, the, the original approach to it was just taking um, somewhat of a Joe Rogan um, approach to creatives like yourself. You know, I know people who are DJs. I know people who make blankets, you know. And right. They all got nine-to-five jobs, but... You know, just to be able to talk to them about, hey, what else are you doing? Right. And during, you know, the whole time, I'm doing what I wanted to do. Like, that's my creative work as the podcast. So that was the original idea. I mean, my latest episode was my uncle, so right. he's he's not doing shit. <laughs> no, I understand. But, Dave, I like to connect with people who have a um, another creative outlet yeah. outside of drinking right. yeah. and right, getting right, fucked right, up. Right. Hey, I love that. I love drinking. I love getting fucked up. Yeah. But other passions that I have, I want yep. to create this to yeah. be a, uh, a company one day. Right. I want this to be a, my brand, yeah. something that I build for 10 yeah. years plus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when I when I see somebody who's trying to do those same things, I want to connect yeah. with them. I want to have you on. I want yeah. to pick your brain, see how things are going. Yeah. You know, yeah, no, we're trying to that. do the same kind of things. Like those are the people that I want to connect with at this yep. point in my life. 
I'm not trying to get fucked up all the time. I'm, I'm right. getting a little bit fucked up right. now. Oh, yeah, we'll it's get, fun. Yeah, for sure. No, Feels exactly. Good. But you know yeah. what I mean? But we're we're doing this. Yeah. You know, see where it goes. Create opportunities. Yep. Try to entertain people. Yeah, right? I know I, I got people that like to listen. Yeah. They enjoy listening yep. to some shit. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's always, like, it's just pure entertainment, right? You know, at what yeah. point, you know, people can, you know, watch Sports Center or whatever, Scott Van Pelt, do whatever they want. But, uh, Max, here you go. You know, it's just about, you know, entertaining people and just being able for people to, to move in emotion. You know, if they're driving to Michigan or the Lake House in Wisconsin, they're you know, just listening, you know, whatever. But, you know, my, my whole mentality with the whole thing was, yeah, I'm going to do it till I'm dead. I don't even know what it's going to bring or what it's going to do. No expectations, and we'll see, you know, just like you do with this because, you know, and we've seen it time and time again, right? People in this kind of creative industry, if you have something that people like to listen to, They'll find it, they'll listen to it, they'll subscribe, they'll be part of it. Right. And you really, you know, grow your own organic growth, right? Yeah. And that's how you grow. It's and great. It takes it's time. great to be a part of it, you know what I mean? It takes time. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you see people who are like, oh, I want to be a food blogger, or I want to do this, and then they stop three weeks in, it's like, well, that's why that's you're not. That's interesting you bring that home. Let's look at Max. Here, Max. Um, it's interesting you bring that up because, you know, and I'm not um, hating on food no, bloggers. No, I mean, no, I get it. People that don't continue with it, right. whether they're knocked down because people say, yeah. did you see Sarah? She's trying to be oh, a food yeah. blogger. You yeah. know, people, oh, do you see Pete? He's trying to be like Barstool. No, I'm trying to be myself. I'm trying right. to do things for me That's and it. create my own thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I think when you reach that, when you reach that, you know, road where it's like, do you really care what people think? And you take the road where you're like, I don't give a shit you're off and running because there are enough people that do give a shit about what you're doing and it's not about the people that you knew that year or in that two or three year frame I mean I look back at when we were working together and the people that we talked to right. I mean and now I don't even talk to any some right. of them or I do you know so that's the to do this and what you're doing you have to say to yourself let it all go and and yeah, I'm not expecting. There's 300 million people in fucking the United States. I'm not expecting to, to impress everybody, right? right? But this, listen, there's enough funny people in my family or people I know where there's not enough guys out there getting the creatives out there. So that's what I'm doing. We'll see where it goes. That's yeah, it. you know, just like you are, man. I mean, you're 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 bringing other people on. You had that great interview with the uh, photographer in uh, Detroit, right? Yeah, and then you know uh, a reliever, right? Yeah, my buddy uh, Ian. He uh, so, is with the uh, the dot, or I'm sorry, with the Tigers. Yeah, we brought on uh, the photographer from the Tigers as well. So, yeah, just trying to bring on interesting people, but also have a a base where it's like, hey, they come to see us talk about whatever. We're you know? all normal people. Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing. Is it used to be something where it was like, oh, only these guys could do it or whatever. No, if you had yeah. something to say. Right. And you were, you know, we're leaving that person when they were driving 20 minutes to Walgreens to get something. Right. And you entertained them. Yeah. You did your job. And look, and look how much we invested in all this. I brought 10 right. T-shirts, yeah. signs. This is big. Microphones. Like, Way bigger I'm, than what I'm doing. You know, yeah. no, but no, no, you're doing the same thing. No, but it's it, a start. Right. I get it. Right. Yeah. I'm just doing, we're doing it here in a bar. Yes. You're yes. doing the same thing in your That's garage. It. Yeah, 100%. Thing, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You invested. You bought yeah. those microphones. Right. You bought those stands. Yeah. You believe in yourself. Yeah. We like to gamble, right? I I think, I think. And the best thing to gamble on is yourself. I think that's the biggest thing is people don't believe in whatever they can do because they've been sheltered by society or what Instagram's saying or whatever. Mm -hmm. But no, majority of it is just you got something you're passionable about, just do it. That's right. it. And you'll make it work. Yeah. 
and a lot of people do care about what other people think. You know oh yeah, I mean? and that's the problem. You got to let it go. I don't, yeah. and I, t- I tell Max this all the time. My brother, future brother-in-law's here. I don't give a shit what right. people think about me. Why, because, Dave? Do they pay your bills? What's up? Why? Why don't you care? Because uh, do they pay your they bills? They have nothing to do with me. Do you they know? pay I'm, your bills? No, they don't pay they bills. Don't. They don't. And they the people don't do that do like me are are the ones that we're associating with. Right. You know, it's not like high school, you know. Right. But it doesn't matter because we're we're all, you know we're all going to be gone one day. You got to right. you got to live it up, and make the the best of it. That's it. Yeah, so that's where I'm coming from, and that's why when you asked me to do this, I didn't hesitate because I knew I would have went back, watched the video, or heard it, and been like, oh, I should have been there. Right. But what's what's two hours of my day? Like this is great. I'm getting out. We're we're hanging right. out. We're had a burger. Know, have other creators. Drinks. You know, how people don't have enough you know cojones to come out here and do this. Right. Yeah. That's all you, man. Right? You just need an opportunity. Right. Have some people get our shirts, and uh, now they're going to come see your podcast. Yeah. We'll go ahead and you chop that up, put that on your Instagram. So yep. I'm all about supporting that this community. Is you know this what I is, mean? This is going to start my burger reviews. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it all started. Start, exactly. <laughs> it's all great. So um, one thing I saw today was running back James White. Real quick, Cubs got men on first and third. They are down two to one to the Pirates. Eric Sogard is up with one out. Men on first and third. Contreras on third. Someone else is on first. Two to one. Um, James White, the running back for yeah. the Patriots, already I'm sure multimillionaire. Yeah. He actually earned his t- degree in life science communication from Wisconsin today because he made a promise to his parents, and it was important to get his degree. That kind of stuff that I see is awesome, you know, yeah. because NFL stands for not for long, right? right. The average the average right. career in the NFL is two and a half to three and a half years. Yep. Of course, everyone knows that you know uh, Russell Wilson's and Drew Brees and Tom Brady. They're the that's the anomaly. That right. that's not the norm. Yeah. The every everyday guys, the O linemen, the D linemen, the linebackers who get cut, who play on the practice yep. squads. Their career is two and a half to three and a half years. Yep. So what are you going to do after that? Cubs go ahead and score. Mitchell, there how do they go. do that? Sack fly. fly. Wilson Contreras tags up. Two to two right now. It's bottom four. Um, where was I saying? Uh, oh, yeah. So what are you going to do after you Jim. leave the NFL? You know oh, what I mean? Man, like, I mean, and that's so the problem. Right? I think that's great that he went back. He took an online yeah. class, it said, yeah. to get his degree. And now yeah. he is graduated. And I think that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, unless you're, you know, first long draft pick, you're making tons and tons and tons of dough, and you've done the right things with the dough, right? Right. Because remember, these guys are only getting paid 16 weeks, right? So you're not getting that money all year long. you got to make sure it's spread out, blah, blah, blah. So uh, for James White post-NFL, I mean, it's a great move. Why not? I mean, unless you have that money in the right places where you can retire and do something, you know, that's talk devastating industry or injury, right? right. You, weren't, you weren't even expecting that. So. Good for James White. Love him. He's a great flex player uh, for years for me and my fantasy yes, football absolutely. team. absolutely. A lot of receptions in a PPR you league. Never, right? You never know, though, on the on a standard league. I mean, is, is it yeah. him? I mean, one of the worst backfields to ever choose from, right? New yeah. England? I mean, what do right. you do? What's that going to look like this year? New England. You know, fantasy football, right? It was always, yeah. a, it was always a nightmare. Well, I'm saying, what's New England going to look like this year? Oh, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's a great question. You know, I think um, – I love the Mac Jones pickup for for Belichick. I really yeah. do. I think they're going to develop this kid. I think he's fine. Did you see the uh, the meme or the the the, the, the side bodies, by side comparison between Brady yeah. and Mac Jones, dude? Yeah. You know what? And good for him because you just you just need to 
read the defense. I mean, go ahead and look at Brady's body. Remember, everyone's right. seen that picture of him standing there. Right. Look yeah. like a oh, little yeah. skeleton or boxes. whatever. Yeah. It's not yeah. about how big and buff no. you are. It's about no. reading defenses, being smart. Look at Peyton Manning. You right. think he's got six-pack right. abs? No. Drew Brees. No. No. These guys right. who are elite-level right. quarterbacks, yep. they're not elite-level yeah. athletes. You've seen Tom Brady run, right? Oh, yeah. You know his over-under and most rush in games are like a half a yard? Dude. He's not rushing. He's no. not an athlete. No. No. He's a quarterback. I'm a pocket quarterback. I diagnose a defense. I read it. I predetermine what's going to happen, and I can go ahead and do my reads through there. You're not running four three forties, no, you know. No. no, and that's the thing with Justin Fields. I mean, I think he tested number one of all folks on the IQ test. So, right. you know, I would love to see what Trubisky's was because they spent millions of dollars on this kid to read defenses. They built that whole thing in uh, Hallows Hall for him. It was twelve million dollar facility for him to read defenses. This virtual simulator. He did everything he can with Mitch, and now he, I think he's a viable backup for, for a team in Buffalo now. I think yeah. it's phenomenal for him. Uh, but, no, it's time to move on, and I'm telling you what, um, I think there's going to be a, a solid change here for once. Yeah. And, you know, shit, my kid might see. What are you talking about, Dad? There's never been a quarterback here in Chicago. Right. Hopefully. We'll see. I mean, we haven't had that. No. I don't – I mean, Jay Cutler's not the guy. No, but, I mean, I even go back to Eric Kramer. Right, I go back to Eric Kramer days. Okay? NFL Blitz, he's a quarterback and in that. Kramer, Marty Booker, I mean, dude. Curtis Enos. But it's seriously, that's what it's for me. It's Marty, it's it's Eric Kramer and Jay Cutler. Yeah. Now Justin Fields. So. Jim Miller. It's unbelievable. Oh God, Jim. Miller. Oh wait, you know what? Jim Miller, he might that's, be in there too, though. Yeah. Jim Miller was my guy. He was yes, the Marty was. Booker guy. Was it Eric? I don't think it was Eric Kramer. There was an Eric Kramer, yes. But that was before was Jim NFL Miller, Blitz. right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Correct. If you play NFL Blitz, the original one, I still got the N64 at it's my place. He's Eric Kramer. He's a quarterback. So, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, Jimmy Miller, he was he was legit, too. They won some tough games, but they never did anything, obviously. Yeah. But. All right, Dave, any last uh, wrapping up thoughts? Yeah, no, I mean, listen. Hey, thanks for having me out. I really appreciate it. Love being out here. Love getting out to promote cross-brand, whatever. Cross-pollination um, is what they call I it. I love it. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. And, you know, we'll be on more. You'll be on more. We'll be doing stuff together, so that's good. And, uh, you know, final thoughts, Chicago, you know, sports. I mean, I think, you know, at, you know, ever since 2016 hit with the Cubs, I think people were expecting a lot more. And it's okay to understand that. You know, we were at we were at the height, right? At the height with the Hawks. Was glad I we saw the Hawks. Three right? years of I mean, that awesomeness, was awesome. right? Or and five we, years? I'm sorry. Three we weren't around five. for the Bulls, right? When they were younger. Well, we were. Well, we were, but we weren't. You know, so I love people come up here, yeah. and they say they're Sox fans. It's like where does where are we blessed in Cubs? Well, it's all right. Get them the Sox shirts. Give them the Sox shirt. Just go ahead and follow on uh, Instagram, YouTube. Sox. Kenny Anderson. Your wife's literally running marketing. Make sure they follow. She listening? They're never going to follow. They're not going to follow. 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 Make sure they follow. (laughs) This is it. We're wrapping up. We're wrapping up. That's his. We're live. We are live right now. Live right now. We're live, bro. We're live. See, that's the thing with this industry or this age group. They love this shit. Take it. It's a great shirt to sleep in. Yeah. 
I don't know. I think we lost uh, some video at some point. These guys going on a drug run. What'd they get, Melissa? Gave some shirts. Is the camera still on? <laughs> I think we lost some video. Uh, did they follow? Yeah. All right. Make sure that's the whole point. Yes. Uh, I don't think the whole one. What do you mean we lost video? It's still recording, right? Ooh. That's all right. Whatever. Who cares? Good audio. Put a little edit it. Put a little thing together. Throw it on YouTube. I mean, there's nothing exciting in the video too much besides eating the burgers. It's all right. Need to hire. Do you know what happens? Because you're Isn't the fucking, this the fucking sound guy? guy? Yeah, what the, the sound, fuck? Hey. The sound guy. What you're the, the fuck you're looking at me for? Here, huh? I hey, thought you were the guy. What are you, you looking guy. at me for? You, you gave me you. You fucking. I don't know. I'm not the film. I'm not the video guy. I'm just here to drink. All right. I'm not here. I'm a fucking co-host. I was hired to talk on a mic. We're wrapping up here. No, nah, we're wrapping up. All right, we're wrapping up. I'm Dave, just a co-host. DIT hey, podcast. Oh, Check him he, out. He can't take an XL. It's, it's he plain, needs double. Right? He Mitchell, needs, that guy needs a fucking double XL you. tall. Melissa, thank you, Luke. Thank he needs, you. He need, dude. Appreciate it. He needs to get into the XL. Black Barrel Tavern, everybody. Huh? Why is it gone? Is it over? All right. We're obviously rookies here. So I don't know. Has this audio been recording? It has been. Okay, yes. okay, good. Thank God. All right, good. everybody. Thank you so thank much. Our Black Barrel Tavern. Yeah. Yeah, yeah thank you. She's been great. All right, All lost guys, in the thank shuffle. You. Thank you. We are out. Shake that. Shake that. Every day I'm shuffling.